Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the parables of Jesus, and we find at least a couple of them in uh, chapter 14 of Luke. And we've covered a portion of this. I want to go back and reread it again, because every time you read the Scripture, you see more and more, and there's uh, layers of understanding. And sometimes it's not this deep, dark, profound kind of stuff. It's just the nuance of the context and what's happening. And uh, there's so many, so much stuff right here that I think that really helps us understand. So let's go back to Luke 14. Verse 1 says this, It happened that when he went into the house and one of the leaders of the Pharisees on the Sabbath to eat bread, that they were watching him closely. So this is speaking of Jesus. And I love the way it starts. Well, it just happens. you know. And the idea being that going about in the common flow of life, here's something that occurred. So Jesus goes in a house where he's invited, and he's one of the leaders of the Pharisees, and it's on the Sabbath. Remember this, verse 2. And there in front of him was a man suffering from dropsy. And Jesus answered and spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? And they kept silent. And he took hold of him and healed him and sent him away. And Jesus said to them, Which one of you will have a son or an ox fall into a well? and not immediately pull him out on a Sabbath day. And they would make no reply to this. We've covered this a couple times. Jesus is invited to this meal. There in front of him is a man suffering from a a physical malady. And so this was a setup all the way around. Jesus knows this. So he asked him, hey, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? They refused to answer. They remained silent. So he calls them on the setup. They don't play along. Jesus heals the man, sends him on, then he tells him, you know, which one of you wouldn't bring his son or his ox out of a thing? In other words, why are you acting like this? Why are you behaving like this? You think I wouldn't heal someone like that just because you're worried about the Sabbath? So they made no reply to it. Verse 7 says, and Jesus began speaking a parable to the invited guest. Now, like I said, we've covered this before, but I want us to see who he's talking to. So the first thing we just saw there, he's talking to the lawyers and to the Pharisees. Now he's speaking a parable, and he's speaking to the invited guest. So let me quickly read through this parable. So Jesus speaks this parable to the invited guest when he noticed how they began picking out the places of honor at the table. And Jesus said to them, When you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor. For someone more distinguished than you may have been invited. And he who invited you both will come and say to you, give your place to this man, and then in disgrace you proceed to occupy the last place. But when you're invited, go and recline at the last place, so that when the one who has invited you comes, he may say to you, friend, move up here. Then you will have honor in the sight of all who are at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted." So Jesus is speaking this to the people, to the invited guests, because apparently they've been coming in there uh, like a greedy little herd of whatever and <clears throat> trying to get these special places of seating. And Jesus addresses, and he says, walk in humility before one another. 
Don't exalt yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay? Don't exalt yourself at all. But Jesus wasn't finished there. Verse 12. We'll pick up with a new scripture for today. And Jesus said to the one who had invited him. So, you see, the first thing was <clears throat> Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees and to the lawyers. And then he spoke to the guest in the way they'd been behaving. Now he's speaking to the individual who had been in, who had invited him. <clears throat> and he says this to him. When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors. Otherwise, they may also invite you in return, and that will be your repayment. But when you give a reception, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. <clears throat> you will be blessed since they do not have the means to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. So what's Jesus doing here? What's he saying? Well, he's dealing with attitudes. He's dealing with motivations. He's dealing with problems within the life. And he's looking at the one who had invited him. And Jesus is thankful that he had been invited, et cetera, et cetera. But he knew that there was a motivation of this. And the motivation had been what? To trip Jesus up with that man that had the dropsy. Mm -hmm. See, normally he would never have ever invited somebody like that. He would only invite his friends, his brothers, his relatives, his rich neighbors, with a sense of expectation and reciprocity involved with this. There's nothing wrong with that. If, if you invite people over, knowing that sometime down the road they may invite you over, but let's say that they've invited you over and you've had a meal with them, and you feel like that you need to respond in kind. That's fine. That's okay. But what was being uh, had here was that the poor the crippled, the lame were being used and abused to the purpose of this guy who had done the inviting. He was trying to trip Jesus up with this. The lawyers and the Pharisees were. And Jesus is saying, no, no, don't do that. Don't just sit there and do these things because you know you're going to get repaid. This is just sort of the style of your life. No, when you give a reception, you need to invite those that will never, ever, ever have the wherewithal to respond in like kind. Invite the poor. Invite the crippled. Invite the lame. Invite the blind. What's really interesting about this, these are the ones that were considered to be outside of uh, proper Judaism. Like they could not gather together at the temple. Mm -hmm. If you had a physical infirmity like that, <clears throat> the crippled man could not go in with the men. They could be in certain portions of it, but they could not be in with everybody else. They were looked down upon like that. He says, but if you invite them into your presence, into your place, you will be blessed since they do not have the means to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. So Jesus is driving home what? Yes, there's going to be a resurrection of the righteous. Well, this particular group right here probably wouldn't have had a hard time with that because it was the Pharisees, and the Pharisees did believe in the resurrection of the righteous, okay? Now, the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. And you say, well, were there no Sadducees there? Well, there might have been. We don't know. We're not told that there were, okay? Uh, more than likely they weren't because oh, the Sadducees and Pharisees didn't really get along all the time. They probably weren't best buds being invited over each other, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And you say, what? Wait, shock? There's division within a religious group? Yeah, sadly, that's the case. Can you imagine? <laughs> Tell you what, let me read one more verse right here, because this is at the end of the, uh, uh, the parable Jesus just gave, and we'll use it for our next thing, because it's really interesting. Jesus had just said, 
for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Verse 15. When one of those who were reclining at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. That's a great statement, isn't it? That's a great proclamation. But notice a couple of things. It's the guy that's reclined at the table with him. So that means he's one of the Pharisees, one of the lawyers, one of the big guys. And he's saying, blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. Is it a declaration of just a wonderful praise? Or is it like, well, everybody knows that. Blessed is everyone who eats bread in the kingdom of God. And how do we determine what the intent of that statement was? It's a truthful statement. But what's the heart behind the statement? Well, I think we know because of what Jesus says next. And we'll look at that in the next episode, okay? Thank you all so much. Again, I'm Dale, and I will see you then. Goodbye.